everyone. It's Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Welcome to Medically Speaking in the Morning and our Friday edition. The Friday edition is sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network. And we're really excited today to bring you a topic that I think is very timely this time of year. We're going to be talking about the potential for skin cancer and how to keep your skin healthy. And we will be joined in a few minutes. He will be calling in um, is a incredible physician in our local community and a huge supporter of St. Mary's Hospital, Dr. Prasad Soretti, who is a plastic surgeon in Waterbury and in Southbury and has been part of the St. Mary's team for many, many years and provided us with his leadership at the Spirit of Women event just about a month ago, which was our Sparkle event. So I think I've updated everyone out there about the Sparkle event. We had it at the Aquaturf in Southington back in uh, May. I believe it was May 11th. It was incredible. We had over 800 women. I don't know that we could have fit another woman in there. And we had over 30 providers in a room that we call Dessert with the Docs. And Dr. Soretti was part of that. So if you want to know more about that and more of Spirit of Women programming, please um, go on to our website, stmh.org. Click on the slider at the top that says Spirit of Women, and it'll bring you right to our page and let you know about all the events coming up. So Dr. Soretti, um, who will be calling in from Southbury today in between patients, he actually rescheduled patients today to join us. So we're really very thankful to him. We have a, a training going on at St. Mary's Hospital for a new electronic health record, and it has a lot of our physicians incredibly busy. So um, he took the time out today to uh, join us and call in on this topic of skin cancer. And we are calling this topic your birthday suit. Which we think is kind of neat. So when you go onto our website, you'll see a neat little piece that uh, is a little baby sitting there. And it says, you're born with your birthday suit. Take care of it. And, you know, it's incredible. Our skin... Um, we often call it your birthday suit. Uh, it's actually your body's largest organ, and it actually weighs in at roughly around eight pounds, and it covers over 22 square feet. Your skin serves many of life-sustaining functions, including protecting you from the outside world, maintaining your body's temperature, which is so important, especially coming this weekend. I heard that we're finally switching from cold to heat, so we will be humid, and believe it or not, that's part of your body's defense mechanism is it helps to control your body temperature. Every square inch of our skin contains millions of nerves that allows you to touch, feel, and have pressure. Many skin changes happen during the normal part of the aging process. However, others can other signs and things that happen can signal health problems. When Dr. Soretti joins us, I'm going to be asking him about those some of those normal changes. And I think it's really important to understand what are some of the normal signs of aging because as we age and as I am on that road with all of us out there in the listening audience, your skin becomes thinner, a little bit more brittle. It starts to lose its strength and elasticity. I'm going to ask him about some products that help us because I know that he has some products um, within um, his company that help to uh, with our skin elasticity. Our skin becomes less oily. It becomes drier. We all know that. How many products are we all using to get rid of those signs of aging? Leads to wrinkles, tiny lines, and we all of a sudden we have new growths. 
things that we never saw before. You know, I've noticed dark spots. I've noticed little bumps that I've never had before. And it's really important when you notice those pigment changes in your skin, how do you protect them? And, you know, what should you be doing? And when should you be worried about a brown spot? Those are things I'm going to be asking Dr. Soretti. And I, you know, and I, and I'm sure all of you have questions. So when he does call in and we start the conversation, don't hesitate to call in at 203-757-1320. You know, we also have some tiny blood vessels in our skin that become more fragile over time. So you experience some bruising, you can experience some bleeding. I'm going to go over some of the warning signs that I've looked up just to get us started. So Some of the warning signs with unexplained skin changes can be signs of skin cancer or they can be signs of some other type of illness. So, you know, you should become familiar with your skin. And that's why we recommend that you have a yearly checkup with your physician who refers you to a dermatologist and, you know, potentially a plastic surgeon, too, who also can help you with those warning signs. So learn where your moles are. Learn what they look like. Learn to see if there's any changes to them. Be really alert of any new moles, especially if they look different from your other moles. You know, if they change in size, if they change in shape. I know we all have had what we call birthmarks or areas that were beauty marks. I mean, that's what we called them when we were kids is beauty marks in certain areas of our body. But over time with sun exposure, those can change. And we need to be aware of that. And you can't ignore them. I think it's something that we tend to ignore. But left untreated, it really can lead to something really, really, really dangerous. Notice if there's any changes, again, to existing moles or or recent skin abnormalities. Look to see if an area is raised, flaky or patch, or if there's a sore that doesn't heal, or it was flesh-colored and now it has a firm bump to it. These changes can indicate a sign of skin cancer. Although skin cancer is the most common type of cancer, it is also easily treatable if you catch it early. I am probably the biggest violator of not paying attention to my skin. But as I have gotten older, I've definitely made that one of the top things on my radar. It's it's scary. It's really scary. I've noticed definite changes to my skin pigmentation over time. I'm very fair. So those of you that are fair, even though I'm Italian, they say I'm supposed to have that olive skin. I don't really. I tend to have freckles. So I think I had some... um, ancestry up in northern Italy that that is leading to my freckled skin. But those are the types, blue and blue-eyed, those are the types of skins that you have to be really careful and you really should be should be following with someone. Other unrelated diseases that can cause skin chan- cancer, uh, skin changes, especially as you age, about 90% of older people have some different type of stin- skin diseases due to an underlying illness, such as potentially heart disease liver disease or diabetes and according to the national library of medicine poor nutrition and obesity and stress can also lead to skin changes you know when we do um these topics um once a month we like to tell you to do one thing so i'm going to say this a couple of times the do one thing that we are recommending is get to know your skin examine your skin regularly from top to bottom from your head to the tip of your toes and everywhere else. Make sure that you learn what is normal for you 
and see your doctor if you notice anything suspicious. It's so important to do that. It is so important to do that and protect yourself. You know, you only get one birthday suit. You want to take break, Tony? Or we're going to take a break, and then Dr. Soretti should be calling in any minute. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. So Johnny threw a bunch of commercials in because we were trying to give Dr. Soretti some time. And I did just call their office, and he's just, true to form with Dr. Soretti. He's continuing to give in quality care to his patients. So he'll be done in a minute. So while we're waiting for him to call in and I, we can ask him some of these questions, I want to talk a little bit more about protecting that birthday suit and how you take care of it. You know, we I did a little research on my own, and being a nurse, I'm really, really find this topic so important and I wanted to make sure that the information I was giving you was definitely the latest so I did a little bit of research and you know we talk a lot about protecting that birthday suit we talk a lot about what we can do to prevent damage premature signs of aging of the skin and you know it can't be oversaid about using sunscreen the latest SPF 15 is what they're saying but for me personally I I use a 30 um, I don't know if Dr. Sarah can enlighten us a bit, but I know there's 45. I know there's so many different levels of skin treatment, but I do know too that for women that utilize um, makeup, a lot of the makeups out there now too have the SPF in them and the sun, the sunscreen to help protect our skin because the UV radiation is the major major risk of skin cancer. That's where we get it, and you have to reapply your sunscreen every two hours. I know with makeup, I think it tends to stay on you longer, but if you're going to be sweating, if you're going to be in the water and if you're going to be out running anything that you're doing any exercise outside and water to your face especially you know in a pool or or in the ocean you are going to lose some of that SPF so you have to reapply it check the UV index before you go outside you know they they give it to us when they give us the weather, I don't think we tend to pay attention to that. Um, I know Gil Simmons is listening now, right? He's part of uh, he's part of our, our system now. So, you know, Gil would tell you, pay attention to that UV index. I think it's really, really important. And, you know, it's important, too, to wear a hat. You know, I, I have lately been wearing sun hats outside when I've been at the beach. And then I take it off a little bit, but then I put it back on. And I've noticed... Not that I'm at the beach that much, but last year I got to enjoy a nice week at the beach and I wore my sun hat. And even when I'm working outside or I'm walking the dog, I've been wearing it because it protects your nose. It protects your ears. I think it's really important to you know make sure that we protect those really sensitive areas. Wear wraparound sunglasses, believe it or not, to protect your eyes. I think we don't think about our eyes. You know, I... I hate, women hate wearing sunglasses because then you get those lines, but it's so important to cover and protect protect your eyes. Look for full spectrum lenses, they tell us, which will protect both your primary, both primary types of ultraviolet rays. Again, I said to wear a protective hat, but you know, wear protective clothing. You know, when you're sitting outside in the sun, if you're at the beach or if you're even in your backyard, you know, it's okay to tan up those arms and tan up those legs a little bit, but don't overdo it. Don't lay out there for hours. You know, after a certain period of time, put on a wrap, put on a t-shirt, put on, you know, a nice loose long sleeve shirt just to cover your arms and give it a break. Again, you know, last year was the very first time 
that I've been at a beach where I did that routine and I didn't burn, you know, and I was pretty proud of myself because again, being fair, that can happen. I can't account for the damage I probably did to myself as a young kid when we used baby oil and lemons in our hair and many times working out in the yard where I tend to burn my scalp just working in the garden and never even thinking of it, never even thinking of it. And I, I, I am very sure that I have created some issues and problems. So I think it's really important to make sure that we take care of what we have. And I do believe Dr. Soretti is calling in. So I'm going to have everybody hang on just a minute and we're going to get him on the line. Hi, Doc. Are you there? I'm here. Yay! I can hear you. We got you. Hi, Dr. Soretti. We couldn't hear you. Now we got you live. Oh, I can't thank you enough for calling in this morning for a few minutes. How are you? Good, thank you. Well, How I've been are you doing? Good. I've been, you know, I've been pulling in on my nursing background to carry the load a little bit. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> but you. It for... But it worked. So this is Dr. Prasad Soretti from uh, Waterbury and Southbury, plastic surgeon and an incredible incredible, um, loyal partner with St. Mary's Hospital. Thank you so much for joining us, Doc. Thank you, Robin, and hello, everybody. So we have been talking a bit about um, skin cancer, and we've been talking more, more so, too, about protecting our skin, especially watching for the signs of aging. And, you know, as we get older, we talked about our skin becoming drier and wrinkles and lines and how the how the sun can affect us. I don't know if where you'd like to start. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a spectrum. Skin aging and uh, sun damage is a spectrum, mm-hmm. as you know. And it starts very early um, if you don't take care of yourself or mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the prevention is the best medicine, right? So, Absolutely. So that's why I think people are a lot more aware of these changes nowadays. Mm-hmm. But to go back to that spectrum we were talking about, you have these uh, changes right from the childhood, what we call so far, so, so-called, uh, you know, the, the freckles. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on in our age, aging, the... The age spots, if you look under microscope, they're the same. Yeah. One is a more advanced version of the other, that's all. Right. But typically, if you look under the microscope, they look the same. So uh, what we call freckles at age, at younger age, when they come and go versus when they stay forever <laughs> without going away in the, yeah. the wintertime, yes. that becomes an age spot. So, you so. know, when you have w- women that come to you and, and or men that come mm-hmm. to you and, you know, they're concerned about something new or different, what what do you look for? I'm sorry. Can you say so that when again? you so when you have a, a any anyone coming to you and and they're noticing a, a, something different, a skin growth that's different or a different pigment spot in their skin. What do you, what concerns you? Well, like like um, you know the ABCDs, you mm-hmm. know the the shapes, size, and the color. Uh, are, are there any uh, recent changes in right. the in the thickness? These are the things which you you know the common common observations like any other lesions. Right. But the skin lesions, what we look for is if there's number one, if there is a lot of sun damage in the background. If mm. you, if one has a lot of sun damage in the background, they're more prone to having you know early skin can 
skin cancer at an earlier stage. Right. So you want to be a little bit more, you know, we typically use some magnification to look at the skin and if there's any telltale signs of, uh, you know, early cancer, you know, you're, you'll be able to biopsy it so that you can treat it at an early stage. So that's what we look for. Number one, if there's any pigmentation change. Mm -hmm. Number two, that is for more for melanoma than non-melanoma skin cancers. When you look at skin cancers, they're two basic, uh, fundamentally different tracks. One is a melanoma, which arises from melanocyte, which is the pigment-producing cells Mm -hmm. of our body. You know, even though you don't have pigment in your skin, you have melanocytes. Mm. So not everybody has to have the classic dark pigment, pigmented lesion. Right. People can have a melanoma which looks somewhat pinkish. Mm. So that's why it is not just the color, but also the size, shape, and the changes. Right. So that's where I think that annual dermatologic examinations after age 50 becomes, um, you know, somewhat of a necessity rather than a luxury. And, you know, you talk about from ch- it begins from childhood, and it's so true because I was just saying a few minutes ago that, you know, when we were younger, we just put baby oil all over us and went out in the sun, and it's too late now. We did damage back then. Yes, and also it is a cumulative effect. Mm-hmm. The sun damage is not sometimes, it's gone, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Once it is damaged, it's it is dead in the background. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you cannot reverse it or right. slow it down going right. forward. Right. You know, one should not think that, oh, I had burn before so I, I can do whatever I want. You can prevent future burns. Right. You know, there's, you know, people say there's certain number of uh, bad burns correlate to the uh, development of skin cancers. That's probably, you know, is one of the things we go by. So right. in the history, we do ask patients, you know, do you remember any significant burns? And some, most of the times people do have those burns on their faces, mm-hmm. the backs, the chest, mm-hmm. those areas which are commonly... Uh, you see the you know cancers in these areas. Of course, you can get skin cancer anywhere in your body, right. not just the exposed areas. Right. That's a little different uh, uh, tumor, I think, than the ones which are more commonly exposed, like the face, the hands, the you know, shoulders, and the chest areas. Right. Typically, basal cell cancers tend to be the most common. Uh, cancers on the face, okay. which, are, which are very, very uh, easy to treat in an early stage. They don't grow fast, and mm. you probably heard the term squamous cell, which is a right. closer to basal cell cancer. These are called what we call non-melanotic skin cancers. They don't do. They not. They have nothing to do with the melanocyte we were talking. About. Right. Right. The melanoma is the bad actor, mm. you know, in general. You know, you can have small melanoma but can metastasize, whereas the other two may be big, but they won't metastasize as, as frequently. Very rarely they do. So this day and age, it's very uh, rare to see those basal cell squamous cell cancers uh, because of regular medical checkups and dermatologic right. checkups. So we're catching them. Yeah, you're catching early. So obviously, I have, I just walked out of a 
patient's room who they, they lived all their life in Australia. <laughs> and Australia is where you have the most uh, melanomas in the world, especially if, if you have fair skin. Wow. But they control it so well, you know, it's becomes a second nature to them. And the Australian uh, Australians are very much focused on these skin cancers, so they take care of it very early in, in, in its origin. You know, I was saying, Doc, that I think that we just recently have become more of a nation of trying to be on top of it. I don't think it's something that we did a good job with in years past. I think it's something we just thought we were, uh, you know, it wouldn't affect us, you know, and I, and I think it's, especially in the Northeast, because we don't have sun <laughs> as often as, as some, you know, people in the South, but especially in the Northeast, I think we think, you know, oh, for the amount of time I'm in the sun in the summer, it's not going to affect me. Yeah, I think we have that luxury also. You know, we're not in the sun all the time. So we, by nature, uh, we have less exposure. Right. Uh, whether you have, uh, you know, protection with your own pigment or not, like, you know, people with Mediterranean descent probably, uh, you know, tan quite well if they're right. exposed to. So tanning is different story as far as skin cancer. You can still tan safely. With, with this, with the, with, with the sun protection, you know right. what I'm saying. Right. So you know you not you don't have to associate tanning and the skin cancer, but tanning in the beds and stuff like that can create problems. When right. I say tanning, you apply the skin you know, the the sun protection right. all over your body on a regular basis, mm. whether you're in the sun or not, especially in the exposed areas like your face and the hands. Right. And then you reapply if you're going into sun, if you're spending some time in the sun. But on a regular basis, if you do that, especially for the face and more exposed areas through the year, that mm -hmm. is during whether we're summer or winter, it doesn't matter. Right. There is adequate uh, ultraviolet light, light around. Right. And you, you would like to protect yourself from that. Right. And I think we have that luxury, you know, when we're not as much exposed as the southern belt. Right. Sun belt uh, states. So typically we are well, better preserved than down in Texas where I was trained. Right, where they're out in the sun more. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of leathery skin down in Texas. <laughs> Tough skin. Well, you know what, Doc? We, won't, we only have a few minutes left, but I, I would love to be able to bring you back because there's a portion of this that I would love to go deeper into, and that has to do with the aging process and the elasticity of our skin and as well as some of the products and things that you feel women can use routinely. And I'd also like to talk about the treatment of, of those dark spots. So, if yeah, the, the, you see, it is it is not you. You have to view this as a skin health. It right. Is not, it is, you want to have a healthy skin. You know, whether it looks young or not, it's up to you. Right. But you want to have a healthy skin. You prevent the skin cancer or take care of the skin cancer early. You know, there's lots of ways to do that. Well, I'm going to I'm going to reserve the right to bring you back. How's that? <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. So, Doc, thank you again so much for joining us today. I know you have another patient at ten o'clock, so I don't want to make your day late on a Friday. Well, thank you so much 
for oh. for you and Johnny and uh, everybody <laughs> who's listening. Absolutely. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you, Dr. Soretti. Have, Have a great a good day. day and a great weekend. You too. Everybody. So again, that was uh, Dr. Prasad Soretti from Waterbury and Southbury, a really incredible plastic surgeon who has given St. Mary's Hospital a lot of his time and an in, incredible resource for us to have and jumped right in today and called in for us. So it was great. So we're going to leave you with the do one thing. Do one thing. Get to know your skin. Examine your skin regularly from top to bottom. Learn what is normal for you and see your doctor if you notice any suspicious changes. Protect that birthday suit. Drink plenty of water. I just got a text from Sandy Michelizzi who said to me, I make sure that I throw that out there and that's so true. Drink plenty of water. Try not to smoke and be gentle with your skin. Don't take long hot showers and baths and harsh soaps. Take care of your skin. And we want to make sure we keep that birthday suit looking good over the length of our lifetime. And we're all living longer now because we're trying to be healthier. So let's take care of the skin we're in. So I want to thank everyone for joining us today um, for our Medically Speaking in the Morning. I will be back, um, I believe it is June 21st, and I will be joined by one of our pain specialists here in the greater Waterbury area talking a little bit about how we can keep our, our bodies relaxed how we can keep our bodies from being tensed up and uh, how we can definitely take care of our backs and our necks. So join me again on the 21st at 6 p.m. for Medically Speaking. This is Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Exceptional care every patient, every day. Have a great weekend, everyone. 